0: The Lord be with you, and also with you. Bless the Lord, who forgives all our sins. God's mercy. Is yours. The heavens are telling the glory of God, and the firmament pro- proclaims God's handiwork. Day to day pours forth speech, and night to night declareth knowledge. Day and night day and night, night and day, day and night. We welcome you to the service of ordered worship, the liturgy, music, and homily this Lord's Day are offered in the praise of God for our gathered congregation here within Marsh Chapel, for our radio congregation across New England at WBUR 90.9 FM, and for our internet listenership now and later around the globe at WBUR.org. We welcome your prayerful material support your written or emailed responses, your self-selection of forms of leadership, ministry, and service in our midst, and especially come Sunday, one Sunday, your presence here with us in worship. This is the day the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. As we are able, may we stand in the praise of God. who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever, amen. Please be seated. In the journey of faith, in the career of life, it may be now and then that we brush up against death, that we brush up against sin, that we brush up against guilt, that we brush up against the threat of a meaninglessness. And so, come Sunday, we come together, and we come to church to remember ourselves as children of the loving, living God, and to pray as our choir guides us for God's pardon, God's embrace, God's mercy, God's peace, let us pray. The word of absolution. If we confess our sins, God is just and will forgive our sins today and tomorrow and through all time.
1: Amen. A lesson from the prophet Isaiah, chapter 55, verses 1 through 9. Ho, everyone who thirsts, Come to the waters, and you that have no money, come, buy and eat. Come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me, and eat what is good, and delight yourselves in rich food. Incline your ear and come to me. Listen so that you may live. I will make with you an everlasting covenant, my steadfast, sure love for David. See, I made him a witness to the peoples, a leader and commander for the peoples. See, you shall call nations that you do not know, and nations that do not know you shall run to you, because of the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. and my thoughts than your thoughts. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
2: Please join me in reading responsively from Psalm 63 with the antiphon. God, you are my God. I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you, as in a dry and weary land where there is no water. So, so I have looked upon you in sanctuary, beholding power and glory. Because your steadfast love is better than life, my lips will praise you. So I will bless you as long as I live, I will lift up my hands and call on your name. My soul is satisfied as with a rich feast and my mouth praises you with joyful lips. When I think of in my head
3: and meditate on you in the watching of the night.
2: For you have been my help and in the shadow of your wings I sing for joy.
4: The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to St. Luke chapter 13 verses one through nine. Glory to you, o Lord. At that very time, there were some present who told him about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. He asked them, "Do you think that because these Galileans suffered in this way they were worse sinners than all other Galileans?" No, I tell you, but unless you repent, you will all perish as they did." Or those 18 who were killed when the tower of Salome fell on them? Do you think that they were worse offenders than all the others living in Jerusalem? No, I tell you. But unless you repent, you will all perish as they did. Then he told this parable. A man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came looking for fruit on it and found none. So he said to the gardener, See here, for three years I have come looking for fruit on this fig tree, and still I find none. Cut it down. Why should it be wasting the soil? He replied, Sir, let it alone for one more year until I dig around it and put manure on it. If it bears fruit next year, well and good. But if not, you can cut it down. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Lord Christ.
0: Be seated. We interlace our interpretation of Holy Scripture this Lent with the poetry and piety, the mystical witness of John of the Cross. To the, today then, first Luke, then San Juan, second Isaiah, then San Juan. We listen for the Gospel in St. Luke, Our other Gospels do not carry any of these teachings from Luke 13. Like most of the second half of the Gospel of Luke, they are special to Luke. They are notoriously hard to interpret with edgy choices for the interpreter. But given their specificity to Luke and their place within Luke, along with their absence elsewhere, we might be forgiven an inclination to give them a heartily Lucan rendering. Luke celebrates history, theology, the poor and the church, yes. Luke also celebrates love, pardon, mercy, love. When he was yet a far way off, we read soon, the father saw him, saw his son, and raced headlong toward him racing to put a ring on his finger and shoes on his feet and hug him and embrace him saying, this my son was lost and is found. To love him or to love on him as now I understand some people say, though the odd use of the preposition in between the verb and the pronoun seems well odd. The Galileans are not greater sinners than others for all the political violence and then death sent their way by Pilate. They are beloved children of God. Those on whom the natural violence inherent in in gravity and the cascading violence inherent in human architectural and other error, which led to their tragic deaths, by no means means they are greater sinners than others. We may take from their tragedy for ourselves quite simply the wise admonition to straighten up and fly right, prize our time now that we have it, seize the day, carpe diem. And to what end? To love God and love neighbor. To love God and love neighbor. And there is still time. Yes, there may come a time when it is too late, Other portions of scripture make sure, for sure, we remember that. It is always later than we think. But Luke has a different gospel to announce. There is still time. There is extra time. There is more time. There is time. And the kindly gardener, gently redirecting his boss, the owner of the vineyard, makes a call, a shout out for mercy A little water, a little fertilizer, a little time, a little more of each. And who knows what may come out of the ground. And if not, next year, well, you have the feeling, don't you, that next year that same gardener will have another way to protect the vine for which he cares so eternally. Give it just a little more time. Give it just a little more time your life, your soul life, your inner life, your John of the Cross life, your wisdom and contemplation in life, give it just a little more time, a little more water, a little more fertilizer, a little more nourishment, a little time, especially time, and who knows? Mercy, it takes a long time. St. John of the Cross evoked mercy. Mercy, pardon, peace, and love discovered through the inner life, through inner struggle, is the gift of St. John of the Cross and his 16th century mind to our own time of bewilderment in century 21. San Juan is best known, if at all, in popular imagination for the poetry and piety in the opening phrase of his greatest poem, The Dark Night." the dark night of the soul. Listen again to three lines from this most beautiful and famous of poems. En una noche oscura, en la noche dichosa, oh, noche que guiaste, dark night, lucky night, guiding night. Colin Thompson, Aptly best summarized this poem in his recent composite study of St. John of the Cross based on years of work and multiple essays and articles saying, In this night, noche, a woman cries out and all activity ceases and all cares are abandoned. There is an abandon, a freedom here that casts aside what is inherited, expected, and customary. For instance, we notice here the happy nonchalance about gender. The seeker, presumably a voice for the saint himself, is nonetheless given voice as an adoring woman. We notice here as resplendently everywhere in San Juan de la Cruz, a direct and easy conflation or combination of the sensuous and the spiritual, of erotic love and love divine. Of course, the Bible, in particular the Song of Songs, has paved or led the way here from antiquity. It is striking to assemble the chorus of female divines who in a broadly mystical tradition explored the back roads and trails of the soul life, the inner life, Julian of Norwich, Marjorie Kemp, St. Catherine of Siena, Hildegard of Bingen, Mechthold of Magdeburg, and of course, she from whom John of the Cross learned and for whose Carmelites he labored, Santa Teresa de Avila. Together, Teresa and John sing, God is incomprehensible to our intellect, but not to our love. God is incomprehensible to our intellect, but not to our love. Human language and thought will ever fall short of God. And here we notice the beautiful, the twilight, negative perspective of St. John of the Cross. We notice here that the dark night of San Juan is all-embracing. It is the negation of the creaturely appetites at the start of the journey, asceticism, mortification. The root taken, faith, and the goal sought, the hiddenness of God. That is, we here notice a movement from purgation to illumination to union, from purgation to illumination to union. We notice here the rare lily-like beauty of the poetry whose roots are deep in the caverns of scripture whose trunk is made up of the sung country love ballads of Italy and especially of Castilla la Vieja, and whose branches touch and are touched by the personal dark experience of San Juan de la Cruz, poet, priest, monk, theologian, confessor, leader, ascetic, Spaniard, Catholic, Christian, saint, lover of God and lover of neighbor. he. Uh, dead-though-living reminder of the possibility for you and me of a personal, soulful, inner life. (inaudible) En una noche oscura, amado con amada, amada en el amado transformada, sin otra luz y guía, sino la que en el corazón ardía. And mi cuelo heria, todos mis sentidos suspendia, all my senses suspended. We listened for the good word, the God word, today also in Isaiah. One of Isaiah's keenest modern interpreters was our preacher in Evanston, Illinois, until his death in 1960. Ernest Fremont Tittle. Back in the 1930s, Tittle organized a listing of 1,000 preachers who, like him, were committed to the principles of Christian pacifism. While Tittle's dream was submerged during the Second World War, nonetheless his hope lives, lived and lives on. His work reminds us that citizenship is always subordinate to discipleship. That citizenship is always subordinate to discipleship. That the first commandment of the 10, against idolatry, presides over all the other nine. And that the separation of church and state is quintessentially American, but also necessarily Christian. Tittle preached the Jesus of the prophets, of peace, of the new creation, the hope that Isaiah did foretell. The special 8th century BCE hope of Isaiah for Israel and her Davidic kings changes, is transformed into a grand and lasting vision of the Christ of God and the power of Christ to bring heaven to earth right in Isaiah. Some of this change happens in Isaiah itself as part one gives way to chapter 40, part two in the exile. And the Isaiah of the exile is further decorated by the excitement of the last 10 chapters written during the restoration, Isaiah 1, Isaiah 2, Isaiah 3. To be clear, in Isaiah, a small, particular, national hope becomes a grand and universal vision of great hope on earth as it is in heaven. Divine hope is honed in the struggle of Isaiah's own life, in the predicted demise of Israel, in the brutality of exile, and in the sweetness of liberation, and at last by your faith, to which you witness in presence this morning your faith in the advent, the coming, the presence of Christ. The ringing bells of hope and eschatological bell choir of prophecy make Isaiah so utterly memorable. Everyone who thirsts, come to the water. Especially our passage today, Isaiah 55. In Tittle's Isaiah in Hope, for the future was based upon this passage and especially upon his allegiance to Jesus Christ, the light shining in the dark, he said. Jesus, after 19 centuries, remains an object of wonder. There is something wonderful in the very fact that he has escaped oblivion. What chance on any human reckoning did he have to be remembered? a Jew living in a small and remote province of the Roman Empire, an obscure Jew belonging to the peasant class, a man of whom the vast majority of his contemporaries never heard, and who moreover left no written record of anything that he had said or done or dreamed, a man rejected and repudiated by the leaders of his nation and deserted at the last even by his disciples. Out of obscurity he came, And when, an object of hatred and derision, he was put to death on the gallows, it might well have been supposed that into oblivion he would go. But, upon the contrary, the name of Jesus, in Emerson's phrase, is not so much written as plowed into the history of the world. For St. John of the Cross, in full depth, Jesus was an object of wonder. We note the attention in San Juan de la Cruz to the art of cooperating with grace, to the human search for God and God's search for the human, to amanuensis, to memory, to words spoken and heard, words that find us out, and to witness, even human, stammering witness, to the authority and the oneness of scripture and gospel. We note that St. John's prime concern is the inner life of the individual, and that is as good a short definition of pastoral ministry and preaching and a word of faith and a pastoral voice to a common hope as one can find. For it is based on a eretismo interior, an internal hermetism, An internal desert life. It's based on the connection between sensory deprivation for St. John and imaginative stimulus. Out of his dark night there arose poetry and piety both. In the same way, God will appear to the human intelligence because it lacks the organs to comprehend him. That is, there's something for you in the dark. The dark night is a, is a night of purgation, yes, but also of faith, like the moth, like the owl, who see in the dusk, not in the sunlight. Oh, for that night when I in him might live invisible and dim the English poet Vaughan. oh, for that night, when I in him might live invisible and dim." For St. John there clearly was a lasting connection between his disciplines, his sensory deprivation, and the beauty of his writing, his imaginative stimulus. Out of his dark night arose poetry. In the poetry and piety of St. John of the Cross we may find, uncover, or discover the courage and the capacity to see at twilight, to see in the dark, to see in the dusk, in the dusk. And what do we see at nightfall? Do we see, for instance, to take one obvious and immediate example, that a claim of national emergency might not be seen as merely an extension of corruption, mendacity, and the scurrilous life. Come twilight, cultural and social twilight, do we, like moth and owl, find ways to squint and see that it is, quite possibly, much, much more. Perhaps the harbinger, the promissory note of a move toward authoritarianism. You return and read Eric Frome again, as we did in the autumn. It may be the emergence, or ironically, emergency, of an openness to authoritarian leadership, that against which the United States Constitution was largely written, was largely composed. We shall need our night vision. We shall need our dark night vision. In the dusk, what do we see at nightfall? Our sight dimmed in the dark finally relies on, recoils to the sight of moth and owl, the twilight sight along the path of spiritual negation, along the path of the dark night of the soul. Beloved, fear not the dark, Faith is a walk in the dark. Fear not the dark. Hope is a companion in the dark. Fear not the dark. Love is a presence in the dark, in, with, and under all. Or, to conclude, as San Juan wrote, On a night of darkness, in love's anxiety of longing kindled, O blessed chance, I left by none beheld, my house in sleep and silence stilled. In darkness and secure, by the secret ladder disguised, O blessed venture, in darkness and concealed, my house in sleep and silence stilled. By dark of blessed night, in secrecy for no one saw me and I regarded nothing, my only light and guide, the one that in my heart was burning. This guided led me on more surely than the radiance of moon to where there waited one who was to me well known and in a place where no one came in view. O night, you were the guide. O night, more desirable than dawn. O dark night, you joined me Beloved with beloved one, beloved one in beloved, now transformed. I stayed myself forgotten. My countenance against my love reclined. All ceased and self-forsaken. I let my care behind among the lilies unremembered. May this Lord's day, may God grant us gospel as in Saint Luke, poetry as in Saint John, hope as in Isaiah, and piety as in Saint John of the Cross. Lift up your hearts, fear not the dark. Faith is a walk in the dark. Fear not the dark, hope is a companion in the dark. Fear not the dark, love is present in the dark, in, with, and under all.
5: now come to the time in our service when we turn our hearts and minds to prayer and lift up our lives and ourselves to God. Please assume an attitude and posture of prayer by either remaining seated, standing, kneeling, or coming to the communion rail as you sing together our call to prayer. Lead me, Lord. Let us pray for the church and for the world. I will set the intention with, Lord, in your mercy, and you may respond. Hear our prayer. Grant, almighty God, that all who confess your name may be united in your truth. Live together in your love and reveal your glory in the world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. and to your honour and glory. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Bless all whose lives are closely linked with ours and grant that we may serve Christ in them and love one another as he loves us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Comfort and heal all those who suffer in body, mind or spirit. Give them courage and hope in their troubles and bring them the joy of your salvation. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Almighty and eternal God, ruler of all things in heaven and earth, mercifully accept the prayers of your people and strengthen us to do your will through Jesus Christ our Lord. And as our Saviour Christ has taught us, we now pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us.
6: the peace of the Lord be always with you. My name is Nick Rodriguez, and I am the Ministry Assistant for Outreach and Engagement. We welcome you once again to the nave of Mars Chapel and hope you'll take a moment to help us get to know you better so that we can help you get to know one another better by putting your name and contact information in the red books found along the center aisle of each pew. This afternoon at 3 p.m., members of the LGBT plus community, and allies are invited to attend the service of Lamentation, Resistance, and Celebration at Old West Church. This service is in response to the UMC General Conference. Next Sunday, March 31st, will be a Communion Sunday. This will be the Communion Sunday for the month of April. On Saturday, March 30th, at 10 a.m., there will be a global meditation retreat in the lower level of Marsh Chapel, As we cross the midpoint in the semester, this retreat will give you a chance to recharge and relax by providing a space for you to learn different meditation techniques from around the world and a variety of faith traditions. Please email Dr. Jessica Chica to register. And now an announcement from the hospitality department.
7: Good morning, my name is Heidi Freimanis-Kortz. I'm the Director of Hospitality here at Marsh Chapel. This spring, we are running a campaign to update the contact information of all of our Marsh Chapel community members. All community members, including radio listeners, are invited to participate. You may update your contact information by going to our website bu.edu slash chapel and completing the online form entitled Update Your Marsh Chapel Contact Information. A link to this form can be found on the right-hand side of the front page under Quick Links. You may also update your contact information by filling out the insert in your bulletin and returning it to me. I'll be in the narthex before and after each service this spring to collect your forms and answer any questions you have. Radio listeners may email me directly at hrf as in foxtrot at bu.edu once again, that's hrf at bu.edu. Thank you.
6: Thank you. Um, for all their upcoming services and activities, we would encourage you to keep an eye to the Marsh Chapel website, bu.edu chapel, where you may also find the opportunity for online giving. Now walk in love as Christ loves us, an offering and sacrifice to God.
2: Almighty God, creator of the heavens and the earth, who made our souls, our minds, and our hearts, we ask you to align all three with your love and guidance. Show us how to quench our thirst. Show us how to thirst for more, even when we think we are filled, so that we may feel nourished, yet to drink new waters that we encounter. Amen.
0: May the sun show warm and bright on you, your darkest night a star shine through, your dullest morn a radi- radiance brew, and when dusk comes, God's hand to you. The blessing of God Almighty, creator, redeemer, and sustainer, be and abide with each one of us now and forever. Amen.